Welcome to the Paradigms and Perspective Podcast. I am your host, Joe Simmons, and on this podcast, we talk about paradigms and perspectives and how people can achieve different results just by changing their paradigm and their perspectives. Let's get started with today's episode. Billionaire habits. Do billionaires actually have habits that are different from the everyday person? I would say no. I would just say they're more consistent, but also they have a different perspective on how to make themselves more productive when it comes to using their 24 hours. This is inspired by Evan Carmichael. He had a compilation talking about being their habits from the likes of Warren Buffett, Oprah Winfrey, Jeff Bezos, Elon Musk, and Bill Gates. Warren Buffett. His habit is to communicate better. Which is very, very important. Communication is so undervalued in today's society. And it's true. Uh, 90% of communication is non-verbal. But when we do talk, we want to make sure very succinct. And then we want to sure make sure very effective. So... One of the ways Buffett talks about communicating better is your thoughts. Your thoughts will help you uh, communicate better. Now, of course, if you have more positive thoughts, it'll make you a better communicator. And if you have negative thoughts, not so much. But thoughts are very important when it comes to communication. Next up is intention. Intention is important, too, because also in communication, you may... You, you may uh, have the best intentions, or sometimes you may communicate a message, but your intentions are not good. So that is very important when it comes to communication as well. Body language, this goes back to nonverbal. Your body language says a lot. Your body language also speaks volumes. And people don't understand the importance of body language. People can read you. This is why when people can read you, from a mile away, it's usually because of your uh, body language. Once again, uh, verbal, nonverbal communication, tonality, intent, tone, all of those stuff pay uh, very important when it comes to communicating better. Not only that, a big part of, of communication is understanding between the sender and the receiver because a lot of people talk just to talk. But when they communicate, they don't communicate to listen. They don't communicate to understand. You know, they just communicate to talk. So that's why a lot of people go wrong when it comes to understanding. Not only and then energy. Energy is contagious. So that energy connection, sometimes you can feel that that, that nice charged spark. And then sometimes you can feel that draining, debilitating spirit that somebody has when they communicate. It's like they suck all the air out of the room. So uh, that's also very important as well. And then, too, what I also talked about when it comes to understanding, sending and receiving reciprocity. It should be like a pentagon, or it should be like tennis. Back, forth, back, forth, back, forth, back, and forth. That's how communication should be. So uh, those are some tips and some concepts for Warren Buffett on how to become a 
better communicator. Oprah Winfrey, be in the present moment. And this is so, so important. Uh, me being a visionary that I am, this is something that I struggled with and then I'm still working on to improve is being in the present moment. Because a lot of times since I am a vision, I live so much in the future and I'm seeing what could happen and taking necessary steps to make that happen. And then sometimes I have to stop and smell the roses and take in the moment. So focusing on uh, the present moment, which this is very important for a lot of people because a lot of times we can focus on what we don't have. We can focus on the past and we can focus on the future. But the present, which is a true present, is all that we really have. So we really should make a conscious effort to really focus on the present. And then, too, make adjustments. That's what life is all about. Life is all about people and adjustments. That's really the key to life, is knowing how to communicate with yourself and with people, but also how to make the necessary adjustments. Because most of the time, things do not go according to plan. But you got to make the necessary adjustments. And a delay is not a denial. I'll say that again. A delay is not a denial. So, yeah, you may have an idea to, you know, you may have an appointment at 1030, but you might get there at 1035. So, it might have been traffic. It could have been a number of things that happened. But it was a delay, not a denial. That still allowed you to get to your destination. So you just got to make adjustments. And a lot of people go wrong with this too. And it's just that when things don't go their way or they don't go exactly the way it's supposed to, they're like, why should I have to make the adjustments? That I saw what I wanted. I planned. And what do you mean you telling me it's not going to happen? Why is it not happening? Sometimes it just don't happen the way you want to or when you want it to happen. That doesn't mean you can't, it can't happen, but you still can do it, you know? I mean, yeah, for me, it took me five years to write my first book, mainly because I was stressed out, I was procrastinating, but I was also worried about what other people going to think. So that was a severe delay, but it wasn't a denial because I was still able to publish my first book. I just had to make the necessary adjustments. Do I wish I could have got those five years back? Yeah. Do I wish I would have been further along and put more effort in? And who knows? Maybe I could have probably wrote two or three books in those five years. Yeah. But I can't sit up here and cry with spilled milk. It is what it is. So now I just try to focus on the present and the future, but more so on the present. And when you do what you're supposed to do in the present, you have a, have a higher probability of the future working out the way you want to. Jeff Bezos, get enough sleep. This here is so important. This cannot be stressed enough. There are so many people walking around sleep deprived or sleep deficient. I'll sleep when I'm dead. I want to outwork the next person. Why they sleeping? I'm working. Now, like I said, I know I talked about this in a previous episode. 
about hustling and flow. But one thing is, sleep is so important. Like Gary Vee said, if you sleep eight hours, it's about what you do in those 16 hours. Not that you had to sleep for eight hours. And yeah, Arnold Schwarzenegger has a famous saying that you should sleep faster, which I totally disagree with. But getting enough sleep is very important. I mean, this comes from one of the richest men in the world. He talks about the importance of getting sleep. Sleep is so important because you have better cognition. Basically, meaning that you have better focus, you have better cognitive ability. Your brain can fully work the way it's supposed to work. You can have a full battery. Now, most just like with the cell phone, how you have to charge your cell phone, you have to charge your body, and you definitely have to charge your brain, which is having all of this stuff run. And if you're just running all day, every day, even if you're running on adrenaline, you can create health challenges for yourself. So, sleep, everything is also on the cycle. So, when you get better sleep, better cognition, you're not feeling as drowsy, you're not having headaches, you're not interrupting your focus, you're not interrupting your productivity and your life experience as a whole. So, getting good sleep is important for better cognition. This ties right into that too, better decision making. When you get better sleep, you can make better decision making because your brain has had time to relax and to recover and to recoup. You've been in that, well, if you have gotten sleep, you've been in that delta state of mind when your brain is at rest and you're dreaming and you're in that deep sleep and you wake up in the morning refreshed. You know, you only can go for so long. Uh... Ariana Huffington talked about this, about how she was one of the postal women for a hustle and being a successful CEO. And she said she didn't really take sleep important until when she uh, was ha- when she was doing a keynote and she fell out on stage. And she went to the doctor and the doctor told her because she wasn't getting enough sleep. But she felt like that's because she had to stay up. She had to keep working. She had to keep working. She had to keep working. I think at that time, she probably might have been getting only four hours of sleep. Not good. Late great Kobe Bryant talked about the same thing, about how later in his career, he realized he had to get more sleep. He was like, my body is not as young as it used to be. I'm not as flexible as I used to be. So I'm going to need more power to recharge but when I am awake I'm highly highly productive so uh, yeah man sleep is very 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 important very unutilized but very very important not only that Jeff Bezos says when he gets enough sleep this also helps him with the vision for Amazon that he can plan with the senior executives. And they usually plan two to three years out. So by him getting enough sleep, it allows him to plan the company two to three years out with the senior executives. That's a huge competitive advantage. Which is why Amazon is successful today. 
And also, when you get enough sleep, tied into that vision two to three years out, it also allows them to work on three years of future earnings reports. And that's how Jeff Bezos like operate three years in advance. So like he always says, the earnings, people always say, oh, congratulations, you guys are doing great. You guys had a great quarter. He always tells people, this is, these are the results. These results, these rewards that we're getting, this is from seeds, and this is from work that we did three years ago. We're just receiving dividends on this now. That's why we have a successful course. That's why we're having our success. It's because we were willing to sacrifice and put in the hard work three years ago. Now we're having that success. And I've seen it happen in my own life, too about sacrificing today for a better tomorrow. And that better tomorrow is coming up and people look at me like, hey man, you know, you're doing great. You achieve, you got a lot of great achievements. And I'm like, yeah, uh, but you, do you know what I had to do to get these achievements? You know what I had to go through? This is some stuff years ago. I'm just reaping the benefits now. So, if you want to be able to Reap great benefits in the, in your future. It starts with getting great sleep today. Elon Musk, who recently now is the richest person in the world, and Elon Musk has a superpower, a huge superpower. And I would say his success to becoming worth over two hundred fifty billion dollars come down to one word: read more. That's it. Read more. Why should you want to read more? Because you get more insight. Not only that, books are success and failure blueprints. I'm going to say that one more time. Books are success and failure blueprints. You can find a book where somebody can lay out their success blueprint on how they did what you want to accomplish. Books also are effective where people will tell you their failures. And they will tell you also what you should lock out for. And then they can also provide you with the success blueprints as well. But we all know, if you want to hide something, just put it in the book. Because most people are not going to read. That's one of the reasons why I love being an author. And I'm planning on just writing my books in a written form. A lot of people always say, oh, you should make audio books too. No, I don't want to make audio books. I want to make regular books. And I want to put everything I can in there for the people that actually want to take the time to read books. I feel like people should set aside time every single day to read. Even if it's just 10 minutes a day. Everybody should, my recommendation is everybody should read at least 10 minutes a day. At least 10 minutes. Now I would prefer 30, but the bare minimum should be 10. So, that is how Elon Musk became the richest person in the world. He reads more. I think even in the interview, they asked him, how did he become so smart? How did he become more knowledgeable? He said he would read books. That's what he would do. While people are going out, while people are watching television, this guy is reading books. That's how he was able to figure out how to build a spaceship and launch a rocket. In the air. He read books.
even too with Solar City about creating a uh, solar panels and, and, and uh, reusable energy. He read books. Tesla. He wanted to create uh, an electric car or whatever. He read books. So, one of the biggest keys to success and one of the biggest advantages to increases the probability of science is reading more. Bill Gates, always be a student. And this is so important too. No matter how knowledgeable or how much of an expert you become, always be a student. And I talked about this in chapter two of, of my book, Mad Money, 12 Financial Principles to Make More Money with Half the Time, Half the Sense. And this is what masters do. They continually learn. They always learn something. We're a knowledge enthusiasts. We have a high hunger and knowledge for always learning something new. But this is why, like I said in the book, people get left behind because they don't want to continually learn. They get stubborn. It's just sad about how you go to elementary school, you go to middle school, you go to high school, you even go to college for some people. After college, they learn to just drop off. They don't want to learn. They're like, why am I doing it? I just want to make money. But the people that make the most money are the people that know the most or that learn the most. How ironic. So if you want to be a, a part of that group, you need to start learning. And then Bill Gates' other advice was study business, which is so true. You want to learn how to do business. Whether you're an entrepreneur, a small business owner, service provider, or even an employee, you got to learn business. Because there's commerce and there's business in every area of life. There's a business component somewhere. Or there's some business concepts and principles that relate to other areas of your life. So by studying business, it will truly help and enrich your life. And a special bonus from Mark Cuban. Mark Cuban says, learn from history. And what he really means is, you want to learn from history or become history. I'll say it again. Mark Cuban says, learn from history or become history. And this is so true. We always say history repeats itself, right? And don't reinvent the wheel. You can learn from history. Learn from what other people have done. But a lot of people don't do that. You know, I think it was uh, Warren Buffett who said, learn from other people's mistakes. That's a part of history. I mean, history was one of my favorite subjects in school. I used to love figuring out, okay, certain events, what happened, date, time, place, and all of that. I used to love history. And I study history, too. I learned from all the greats that helped me on my journey as a business professional, and just in life in general. But there's a lot of stuff you can learn from history. Don't neglect it. I mean, because a lot of things that happen in life, even though it may be fresh and innovative, there's a history component to it. Yeah, you might have improved it, but the hit, that foundation is usually based in history. That's usually what it is. And then, two, he said, uh, learn from the phase of your ideas, meaning that try something. If it didn't work, okay, 
what is the lesson that you can learn from that quote-unquote failure? Just like with Jeff Bezos talking about making, uh, engaging in experiments. He considered his face to be experiments. What's the lesson in it? And how you can, you know, make it better. Speaking of Jeff Bezos, they talked about one of the greatest failures that became one of Amazon's greatest successes, which was the, um, I think it was the Fire Phone, I think, I think it was. But basically, it was, it was Amazon's phone that they came out with, but they tried to compete with other mobile carriers. And that phone was a complete flop. They lost over $100 million on the reproduction of that phone. But they found Alexa, which was that voice AI technology in there. That gave birth to Alexa. Now Alexa is a multi-billion dollar revenue generator for Amazon. But if they would never fill that phone, we wouldn't have Alexa. And Alexa would be bringing in billions of dollars to Amazon every single year. So, as Mark Cuban said, learn from history and learn from the failures of your ideas. Because you never know when your failed idea may provide insight, may even give you a gold nugget to help you produce the next life-changing million-dollar or billion-dollar product or service. Thank you for listening to the Paradigms and Perspectives podcast. We really appreciate you taking the time out to listen to this podcast. We really hope that you got some value out of this podcast and that this podcast will assist with you changing your paradigm and changing your perspective so that you can live the life that you was meant to live. And we look forward to seeing you in another podcast episode. Thank you and have a good day.